Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to Gore Animal cruelty Human suffering Death Factual inaccuracies Several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Oh, I'm sorry, the rules didn't say anything about no outside ants in the theater. I'm Adam. You're under arrest for neglect, murder, and destroying antvidence. I'm Andy. Schmidt, does this say the pain is elegant and delicious? You really need a new hobby. I'm Kelly. I got bit on my Daisy Dukes by some Daisy Dukes. I'm Sean, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This week, we're going to be talking about ants. Ants? Oh, mm. I have like two of those, and my they're my dad's sisters. Yeah. Say, as uh, excluded from uncles. That'll be another episode. You know, I actually have three Uncle Jims. That's crazy. They're clones or? (laughs) Well, my mom's brother and then my dad's sister married someone. And then my mom remarried and he has a brother named Jim. Leave some for everyone else. Yeah. I thought everybody had an Uncle Doug. I don't have any Uncle Doug. I don't have an Uncle Doug. I don't have a Jim or a Doug. (laughs) Yeah, but you're all Spanish. (laughs) So let's get amped for ants. The word ant comes from amped, A-M-P-T-E. That's weird. It is. So that's 1500 Old English. Interestingly, this is the same beginning as amputee, as we learned about in our accidental amputations episode. So it's just the part of the word that means to cut away. So ants cut away. Yep. Ants are called cutaways. So let's learn about these Daisy Dukes together. (laughs) (laughs) I do not want Daisy Dukes made of ants. <laughs> <laughs> Entomophobia is the generic fear of insects from Greek entomos, meaning insect. Uh, so that definitely applies here. However, there is myrmecophobia, which is the fear of ants specifically. Or the fear of small Japanese robots. Ant robots. <laughs> that seems like a good design. Better than humanoid robots that just trip and fall all the time. Yeah, we got to push them over all the time. I think we also once learned about like the fear of... Lots of things, mm-hmm. which is where ants squick me out. So when yeah. you have 50,000 of them swarming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that too. But yeah, this comes from Greek myrmeko, which means of or pertaining to ants. So okay. the science of ants. So ants are insects in the family Formicidae, where they room with their cousins, bees, wasps, and termites. They, they seem like the odd ones out. Do they? Yeah. Huh? Everything else is flying. I guess not termites. Termites, are. No, termites don't. They're all ants kind can of fly. very different and, from each yeah, other. Ants, ants do fly, yeah. But they all, the, the, the through line there is that they live in large colonies. Uh, and then they have castes, including queen, drones, workers, and soldiers. And serfs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, mostly what sets ants apart from other insects is that they live in large dependent colonies. The complicated ways that they communicate, including touches and pheromones, and their strong cutting jaws, which is the, the thing that sets ants apart. So they, they interact like very handsome middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> Touching pheromones, strong cutting jaws. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not like bees where they're dancing all the time. 
I think if I had to communicate via one, I'd prefer dancing. <laughs> so we're on to our acid pop quiz. So we all know that the bullet ant sting is bad news, but true or false, it is the highest scoring pain on the Schmidt pain index. Oh, Schmitty. It's up there. I'm going to say false because I feel like I feel like there's something else. I watched that what Crocodile Johnson or whatever on YouTube yeah, that's always getting stung. <laughs> I've read about the, the Schmidt pain index a bit. I want to say it's true. Yeah, I mean, bullet. <laughs> that's pretty painful. There's no nuclear bomb, Ant. It's true. <laughs> Not yet. I'm going to say it's true. So this is true. Bullet yeah. ants are a four on the pain index, which is a spot that they share with only two other index, two other insects. A so lot of Schmidt, indexes. <laughs> Schmidt described the pain as pure, intense, brilliant, like walking over flaming charcoal with a three-inch nail embedded in your heel. <laughs> oh, my. What are the others on that level? Well, yeah, I was actually, I have one here that I thought was funny, which was another four, which was the warrior wasp. Ooh. And it was described as torture. You are chained in the flow of an active volcano. <laughs> Why did I start this list? <laughs> I love how poetic he is with his descriptions. <laughs> that sounds worse than the bullet ant. Yeah. That sounds like maybe that was a five. So true or false, chalk lines will dissuade ants from entering your home. True and Chalk Zone is a defunct cartoon. <laughs> also true. I mean, maybe a certain kind of chalk. I don't think they care about regular chalk. Have you tried? No. I mean, we're getting into witchy stuff here. Yeah, like drawing a protective <laughs> circle around your house in chalk and yeah, smudging ants. some sage. I, I don't think ants are really into that sort of thing. So ants I'm going to say avoid false. Most runes. <laughs> <laughs> if your chakras are clean, the ants won't be keen. <laughs> So this is false. Despite popular myths, ants are not witches, and as such, they can stroll <laughs> right over chalk lines. Curses! My witch bottles. So true or false, all the ants in the world outweigh all of the people in the world. I think I've heard this. True. I'm going to be contrarian to Adam the whole time. False. There you. <laughs> They're so small, Adam. And we're so large. How many ants could there be? 500? <laughs> I'm going to say False. Well, there's no way to know for sure, as there's <laughs> well, no ant census, but uh, the f this fact gets thrown around a lot, and it appears that its origin is in a book from 1990 by Bert Holledobler. Wait, hold on, try that again. Bert Holledobler. Hollandaise. <laughs> Bert Holledobler. Hubba <laughs> And E.O. Wilson, called The Ants. <laughs> <laughs> In it, the scientists assume that there are as many as 100 quadrillion ants. They go on to say that if you crunch the numbers, they would outweigh all of humanity. However, it appears they got their math wrong. If an average ant weighs 10 milligrams and the average human weighs 62 kilograms, that would be 430 billion kilograms of humans and about 10 billion kilograms of ants. But uh, who knows for sure. So probably well, you're going to say if you crunch all the ants together. <laughs> that'd be a big smoothie. Like a super ant. I don't think you can. I don't think you can blend living things down and then pour them into like a mold. <laughs> <laughs> then you're getting into like a rat king. Mm, yeah. So true or false, only drone ants are male. False. We can all be drones. This is an equal opportunity ant colony. That means you have to go true, Adam. <laughs> what? Andy's going to be contrary to me. He should have answered first. <laughs> well, you don't want to make him wrong, do you? That's true. Fine. What did you just say? <laughs> I, said, I, I said false. Fine. I'll go with true. I thought male ants were like super rare. So... False? Oh, this is true. So drones are ants that usually have wings and they fly out to fertilize other ant queens. 
However, some ant species have dis- been discovered where the queen clones herself asexually. So those species have no males at all. But oh. uh, for the rest, all the males are drones. So we're on to our fill in the blank. How old is the oldest ant fossil ever discovered? Pretty old. 600 million years. Ooh. I'm so bad at the timetable ones. This is a big scale, too. Yeah. Jurassic era. I don't know what that is. Me either. <laughs> I think that's 60 million. Sounds good to me. I believe that was 1998 with Spielberg. <laughs> What'd you say? Billions? 600 million years. Has the Earth been around a billion years? I don't remember. Four billion. We'll say a billion. Well, if I'm right that the Jurassic was 65 million, then uh, Kelly's the closest without going over. It was 100 million years ago. Is it big? Were they big? Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, I didn't go into that because they weren't very big. They, uh, they were they were never like giant, you know, megaphonic. Boring ants. Yeah, they just basically were ants. <laughs> the only thing exciting about them is they got to see dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> How large is the largest ant colony? I'll take length or number of ants. A football field. Okay. 200 yards. Two foot. I don't even know the size of an average ant colony, so it's hard for me to... Yeah. Well, they fit in those little uh, see-through things, so it's like <laughs> a foot by a... Yeah, you make them two-dimensional. <laughs> 10 million ants? Okay. So the Argentinian ant super colony was discovered, or more likely investigated, in 2002. Argentine ants are unique in that they can have multiple queens in a colony, allowing them to breed faster and spread further than other ants. This invasive ant colony stretches from northern Italy to Spain. Oh, what? 3,700 miles. How or 6,000 kilometers. <laughs> At least three. <laughs> How many yards in a mile? And then. (laughs) (laughs) And it is thought to have over 300 million ants. So Kelly's the closest without going over on the number. This is how (laughs) humanity dies. God, you never get time by yourself if you're in that ant colony. I feel like if you have multiple queens, like at that point, they're they're more like senators. Like, are are we moving into (laughs) ant democracy at this point? Yeah. Which is a point that I wanted to bring up is that you might think that this is just a bunch of different ant colonies at that point, but uh, no. These ants, like many other species, will fight other colonies of ants over territory. But ants taken from one end and flown to the other to be introduced were treated as colleagues rather than huh. enemies. Huh. So it's all one colony. They just had different accents. Yeah, basically. It took <laughs> yeah, them a little while to get uh, calibrated, but they, they did need each other. <laughs> one well, Spanish I don't speak ant, Spanish. one Italian. <laughs> yeah. Both Romance language ants. <laughs> so how small is the smallest ant? Point. Five millimeters. Mm-hmm. That's pretty small. I have made the smallest ant. One millimeter. One football field says that. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick with it. It's going to be right eventually. Point, point zero one football fields. <laughs> I don't know. The Let's say I liked Andy's guess. We'll say point one millimeter. Mm, but Kelly actually nailed it. It is one millimeter. So, for comparison, an uncooked grain of rice is five millimeters. It was a very tiny ant. ant. (laughs) They could be anywhere, Kelly. So small you can barely see them until you feel them all over. (laughs) Thank you for making my skin crawl. I'm I'm really having fun now. (laughs) This is a great episode. So, on to our terms. What is yellow goo? Adam, you have to give all your answers in football fields. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's... That's the Gatorade they pour on the coach. <laughs> <laughs> that yellow goo is, it's like royal jelly, but for ants. It's like mm. Gatorade, but for ants. Yeah. 
That's what you get when you step on the really big ants. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the resulting substance of the defense of a particular ant species, Colobopsis explodens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have, twist it. Big <laughs> so, <boomins. laughs> so these ants have guards stationed at every entrance. They not only keep an eye out for large predators, but they also give each incoming ant an antenna pat down to check for spies or interlopers. <laughs> ant kiss. <laughs> if a threat is identified, the guard flexes their butts so hard they explode, <laughs> plastering the enemy in a sticky yellow goo that researchers describe as irritating. <laughs> You don't belong here! <laughs> I fought those hitting these in video games. Yeah. <laughs> so with luck, the enemies are irritated or freaked out enough to run away. <laughs> I'd be terrified if the, the bouncer of the bar suddenly exploded. If his ass exploded at you? <laughs> Co- covering me in goo. <laughs> and there's a cover charge. This place sucks. <laughs> so what is Hormiga Culona? Hormiga Culona is the Hungarian translation of my Sharona. <laughs> Some sort of Hormel chili. Mm, with ants, ants. Ants love it. Oh, it's for ants. What is this, a chili for ants? <laughs> Made by ants for ants. <laughs> of ants. That's the name of the ant they flew from one side of the colony to the other. <laughs> they got really attached. <laughs> so I'm going to send you all a picture here. Gave it a proper Christian name. Oh, that looks tasty. Yeah. So what we're looking at is a big bowl of Hermigiculona, or big-ass ants. <laughs> These ants are found in Colombia. They have unusually rotund abdomens. And when you fry them up, they taste just like buttered popcorn. That sounds... Every time some, like, Jelly Belly promised me that that, 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 that candy <laughs> tasted like buttered popcorn, and that was a lie. And you think I'm going to stick ants in here? Well, I think that... That's more of like a context thing. Like popcorn is not supposed to be like jelly textured. I think it's more of a <laughs> science. Don't know why they're badonkadonk so big. <laughs> why they taste like butter. <laughs> Could you imagine just taking those to the movies? I'm going to give Adam the point for that because he said a chili made of ants. Hey, yeah. yeah, that's pretty close. You don't give the points in this one, Andy. Oh, <laughs> damn it. You have no authority here. So apparently I, uh, Stuck this question in the wrong section, but how long do ants live? 30 days. Same as cash. <laughs> same as cash? Don't you, I, I don't know. Commercials from when I was a child. Radio commercials. Six months. Uh, one year. Well, the answer is up to 30 years. What? what? Yeah. So that's There's... the queen. Most of the worker ants can measure their lifespan in weeks, but uh, the queen keeps going for a long time. Oh, so the queen gets to live 30 years and the workers get to die in the <laughs> labor pits. As it should be. She gets better health care. It does. She provides the healthcare, so. <laughs> what are repletes? Well, pleats and repletes were in a boat. <laughs> yeah, an- ants got so many feats, they need repletes when they go to play sports. <laughs> yeah. Or, that's when you have to redo the seam on an ant's pants. That's what they call the clone ants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ant colonies have different kinds of ants in different roles. There's the queen, workers, soldiers, and drones. Honeypot ants have another job called repletes. These ants' job is to find food and gorge on it until their abdomens are several times the size of the rest of their bodies. They then become emergency food supplies for the rest of the colony. (laughs) So hungry party. (laughs) When times are lean, they regurgitate the contents of their butts into the mouths of their fellow workers. (laughs) Oh, well, that's better than what I was imagining. Yeah, that's... (laughs) 
I, th- I thought maybe they'd flex those abs. Somebody'd be like, "I'm hungry." They'd be like, "You're hungry," yeah, and they flex like the other guys. But it's food. Quick, eat oh, my butt. Wide. And that concludes our acid pop quiz. A lot, of, a lot of ants in this one. It's true. Yeah, we're just getting warmed up. So let's talk about some strange ants to get started. Uh, first, there's the trap jaw ant. These ants have mandibles that open to be perpendicular with the ant's head, so they look like antlers. They can snap their jaws shut with incredible force. This is useful for biting enemies, but it also gives them an emergency escape tool, as they will point their heads down, <laughs> snap their jaws, and fly off into the air. <laughs> Next up is door heads. These guys are a special breed of soldier ants with a head shaped like a table. Their job what? is basically to be the last ant into the colony and back into the tunnel, sealing the entrance with their flat heads. Give me a sec. No, that's you're a liar. Nope. Look it up. Some species of these ants have such big tables for heads that they can jump out of trees and glide back home on their face sails. That's not what doors are for. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alamoris decamarticulatus is a species of ants that is in a situation that could only happen in the rainforest, and it is straight out of a horror movie. This, spe- <laughs> <laughs> this species of ants lives exclusively on one species of tree called Hertella phosphora. This tree bark is hair-like, and the ants weave it together in a sort of honeycomb using their own saliva and one specific species of fungus, uh, though I couldn't find the name of what the fungus is. So this one ant on this one tree with this one fungus make a sort of shell around the tree with lots of little holes in it. The ants hide inside the shell, unseen from the outside. When a bug is foolish enough to land on the shell and one of its legs slips into one of the holes, the ants clamp down on the leg so it can't get away. Ah! Unable to reach into the hole to attack the ants, the bug is stuck. And then the rest of the colony swarms out and devours the bug alive, bringing the pieces back into the colony. Ooh, oh goodness. <laughs> don't don't step on the wicker tree. Yeah, don't lean on that thing. What, what were those ones called? Oh, uh, boy. You're going to make me say it again. <laughs> Alamerus, A-L-L-O-M-E-R-U-S, Decamarticulatus. Decamarticulatus. Lattice, because they're weaving up a tree. Yeah. So the last strange ant I wanted to talk about is maybe the strangest of all. It has lots of names, but my favorite is the raspberry crazy ant. (laughs) (laughs) It's me, the raspberry crazy ant. (laughs) Have you tried my new popsicles? (laughs) So-called because their movement is particularly erratic, and they were named by an exterminator named Tom Raspberry. Though in reality, they've been around for a very long time. So this species lives in Central America and has spread to the southern United States. Uh, They basically evolved to battle fire ants. And how they do this is they excrete an acid all over their exoskeleton. Okay. So while this acid is mildly irritating at best, it neutralizes fire ant venom, rendering fire ants helpless against them. In studies, raspberry ants won 98% of battles with fire ants. You're just, okay, this is not StarCraft, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty metal, though, having acid armor. Yeah, it's true. So like the Argentine ants we talked about earlier, their colonies have multiple queens allowing them to breed and spread very fast. 
Now, they can be creepy, making huge drifts of ants around the environment uh, and distressing when they swarm over people. But again, I'm distressed. <laughs> they're more that's the word I'd use, <laughs> distressed. Well, they're, they're, they're pretty much harmless. They don't really hurt humans, except for one peculiarity. For some reason, these tiny ants are inexplicably drawn to electronics. They climb into air conditioners, streetlights, and computers, and it turns out that while their acid is harmless to people, it melts through electronics, rendering them useless. So as the ants spread across Texas, scientists are racing to find a way to stop them. They're little saboteur ants. Yeah, Yeah. not intentionally, but... (laughs) We don't know their intentions. See, yeah. I, I thought he was going to say something like uh, inexplic- inexplicably attracted to buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Got acid ants. And you say that being swarmed by these ants doesn't harm humans. I would have a harm. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward Lebrun at the University of Texas, Austin, may have found a solution. A fungal pathogen that infects and kills the ants. But is spraying a deadly fungus across the Southwest a good idea? I yeah, stop guess that. We'll find oh. out. Doesn't, this has uh, never gone wrong. Doesn't The Last of Us start in Texas? <laughs> There's yeah. definitely no video games about this. <laughs> so next, let's talk about a young girl with an unfortunate superpower. Uh-oh. July 2016 in Disa, India. 12-year-old Shriya Darji had been experiencing discomfort in her ear. Oh, good. It ached and tickled, but her parents just figured she had a minor ear infection. That is until an ant crawled out of it. No, this isn't an ear infection episode. Turn back. (laughs) She was rushed to the doctor who carefully extracted 10 ants from her ear. It was a creepy procedure, but there didn't seem to be any damage. So the girl was sent home. That night, though, the tickling was back. Back to the doctor the next day to score another 10 ants or so. Then back home and tickle again. They kept her at the hospital and dug around for a queen or eggs, but they couldn't seem to find anything. Huh. How Not one you. of the cooler mutants at the X-Men Academy. Nope. Is that the end of the story? They never found <laughs> nope. anything? Well, uh, this went on for several months until Shira had racked up 1,000 ants <laughs> no. coming out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> then one day, they just stopped. The source was never found, but uh, I guess it's okay now. <laughs> There's got to be some mutants with terrible powers like that out there somewhere, yeah. right? What? Professor Ant Ears? <laughs> <laughs> I grow fingernails out of my eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) So finally, let's talk about some people who were killed by ants. Ooh. Now, for the most part, ant bites can hurt like hell, but they aren't deadly. Even a colony of bullet ants would be hard-pressed to end a person's life. If a person dies from an ant bite, it's typically because they had an allergic reaction, in Mm. which case a single ant could do them in. However, if a person is frail enough, ants can push them over the edge, which is what happened in our following stories. So June 17th, 2020, in Augusta, Alabama, I wasn't able to find out who placed the call, but a 911 call was placed for Vivian Marshall, a 78-year-old woman living with her son. Paramedics arrived at the house to find it filled with trash and a pervasive smell of urine. Vivian was covered in ant bites. She was rushed to the hospital, and while under examination, ants kept crawling out of her orifices. No! (laughs) No! It's like creep show. She was described as being eaten alive. It also seemed that she hadn't eaten or drinking anything in several days. She was put on life support, but she died the next day. Well, yeah, all you're doing at that point is you're, like you you're push, just feeding you're, the ants. Yeah, yeah, you put the liquid in her and the ants are just like, sup, 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 sup. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm so parched in here. 
<laughs> she shrinks as the ants grow. Until <laughs> so eventually so, a, a grandma-sized ant comes out uh, of there. <laughs> and an ant-sized grandma. <laughs> so authorities return to her son's home to find him running around in a flurry with insecticide and cleaning supplies. They arrested him and found bloody sheets in the washing machine and lots of evidence of trying to cover up the horrendous living conditions in the house. I, was, I, I thought you were going to say that he covered her in ants. Well, <laughs> not really. He's being charged with tampering with evidence, elderly neglect, and murder. So this may be the first case in history where the murder weapon was ants. Mm. Oh, How are you going to present that evidence? Yeah. Just open a bag of ants. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen trial. of the jury. <laughs> How do you like it? <laughs> so Joel Marable was a 73-year-old veteran living in Atlanta, Georgia. He was extremely weak and frail as a result of contracting lung cancer. He was staying and being treated at his local VA hospital. On September 2nd, 2019, his nurses came in to check on him and found him covered in fire ants. He had been... In in the hospital? In the hospital, yeah. The, the, v, the A in VA stands for ants. <laughs> I have some concerns. Yeah. <laughs> He'd been bitten more than a hundred times. The ants were removed. Joel was moved to a new room, uh, and his room was washed. <laughs> the then, ants were asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they stuck him right back in the same room. <laughs> a couple of days later, he was once again found covered in ants, but this time it was too much and he passed away. <laughs> The facility was shut down over the event, and his family is suing the government for neglect. Well, yeah, but don't put him back in the ant room. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't care how clean it is. <laughs> so January 5th, 2017, in Carnivari, Bolivia, a 52-year-old woman was in debt, so she traveled to Carnivari, Caranavi, with her two children to try and make some money. The town had several car thefts recently, and when the locals spotted this unknown woman, they accused her of stealing cars. Things got out of control quickly, and a mob formed, and as we learned about in our Vigilante Justice episode, quickly worked itself into a frenzy. Yep. The mob decided that the best course of action was to tie the woman and her two children to a tree and let fire ants have at them. Uh. So authorities arrived at some point and were like, what the hell is going on? Please just shoot me. <laughs> when the situation was explained to them, they sighed deeply and explained how hard it would be for a woman who arrived that day to steal cars from weeks ago. Meanwhile, the lady's still tied up to the tree. <laughs> how many times do we have to go over this? <laughs> Having a spirited debate. Where'd I put that book? <laughs> so they rushed the family to the hospital and arrested as many as the mob as they could. The woman's children recovered, but sadly, the woman died of an inflamed throat, likely as a result of having ants swarm inside of her mouth. No! Yes, here's the problem. Too many ants in your throat. <laughs> I'd call it an inflamed throat, but... <sighs> and our last story here. May 19th in 2003 in Phoenix, Arizona, a babysitter was looking after a three-month-old baby girl Oof. when she put her down for a nap at 2 p.m. I don't like this story. On the ant <laughs> carried her away. She returned shortly after to find the girl covered in fire ants. No. Emergency services arrived on the scene shortly after, but the baby's throat was swollen shut and she Jeez. could not be revived. What? It appears that she may have gone into anaphylactic shock, what is, which is typically how people die when they get bitten by ants. And that was the last of the stories that I had. What's, wait, insane. was the baby's crib on an anthill? Or? I think they just got in the house. And they said, hey, free baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just left this here. Fire ants seem like buttholes. Like a basket full of marshmallows. 
Gotta get some of those crazy raspberry ants to fight them off. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do if you have a baby, fill your house with raspberry ants (laughs) because apparently they're harmless. Except that they love computer monitors. Yeah. So well, you're, you're trading you're trading an ant hazard for a fire hazard. Yeah. I've got to baby proof the house and ant proof it. Does anybody have any good ant stories? Oh man, one of the times when I was just living alone, I had a collection of Coke cans on the headboard of my bed. You know, as you do when you're younger, and you <laughs> and I woke up and my bed was filled Ooh. with ants. God, I had to leap in the shower and basically like <laughs> call the exterminator. <laughs> Spray me down. <laughs> Well, they, they found out where the ants were coming from. They're like, oh, look, you got like a little crack here. And they cocked it up and then sprayed my, my room. And then yep. I had to wash everything. They said, maybe not 52 soda cans. <laughs> yeah. And they said, hey, dude. <laughs> well, you, Adam, what's, what's your ant story? Uh, I used to go around and uh, we always called them fire ants as a kid, but we have harvester ants around here, which are big red ones. I used to go around and get at them with a, a squirt gun full of, or a super soaker full of like soapy water. But, uh, but if I remember right, they're actually pretty high on the, the Schmidt Pain Index. Are they? The the harvester ants that we have here. We also have those stupid tarantula hawks, which are like number two on the list. <laughs> oh, that's uh the, the the flying ones? Yeah, the big black, terrible looking wasps. So uh, I, I had some friends that lived down the street when I was a kid, and they, they were digging up their backyard to put in like all this stuff. And then they went to go light their fireplace for some reason, and those harvester ants started falling out oh, of God. the chimney Ugh. into the fire well, because they like they had disturbed the hive. I remember, I'm positive I got bit or stung as a kid, but it was in the last handful of years or so, I was out like feeding animals early in the morning. I had my sandals on, and I came back to the house, and I felt some discomfort uh, at my toes, and that immediately turned to excruciating pain, <laughs> and like... One one harvester ant had been had become like pinned between my foot and the sandal and had tried to free himself by biting and stinging a lot. <laughs> he tried to tunnel out through your toe. <laughs> but uh, that that son of a bitch hurt all day. <laughs> Red harvester ant has a pain level of three. Effects of the stings include a uh, lymph pain. Yeah, oh. it was bad. Like I, I, I had to elevate my foot and watch TV all day. <laughs> it's funny because I took a uh, I don't think i've told the story on the show before not that it's like a personal story but i took a class in college about uh like indigenous like foods and stuff and uh there's a it was a southern california native ceremony that they would do that involved the harvester ants and they would uh they would take uh they said it was an eagle feather that they would wet and then they would (laughs) they would dab this wet feather on an anthill to get as many ants stuck to it as they could and then they would have the brave warrior swallow the feather covered in these harvester ants. <laughs> and he would swallow as many as he could like this, because if you're brave, you would swallow as many as you could. Two and uh, and when the, the warrior looked like he was like not doing so well and sort of like swaying back and forth on the edge of like passing out the uh, the shaman or whatever that was in charge of looking over him while he did this. This was part of the ceremony. Apparently he would say, I have to go get something. I'll be right back. And he would sneak away and sneak around behind him and spook him. And that would get him into this like hallucinogenic dream journey that he was supposed to go on. <laughs> Just as it dresses a giant ant. There's apparently hundreds and hundreds of harvester ant stings in your throat induces hallucinations. <laughs> Oh, cool. Adam, you're teaching all the kids how to do a new drug. <laughs> yeah, but you need eagle feathers, so I'd good luck I'd rather lick that. a toad. Yeah, I think my only story, which I, I think I told on our Swarms episode, that was a million years ago, was when my room was being swarmed by oh, yeah. ever more deadly waves of 
insects, one wave was uh, the male drone ants that fly out to find new colonies. Yeah. It was like and a tiny starship troopers in Shanzhou. Yeah. But their whole job is just to fly out and crawl into cracks and look for other colonies of ants. So like one of the cracks that they decided to crawl in was my clothes. So <laughs> I would wake up every night and my clothes would be filled with ants and I would have to just like shake them all out. Your room was an enigma. Yeah. And I Cursed slept in place. it. I, I wouldn't leave. I was just like, it's my goddamn bed. <laughs> yeah. Wake up with tarantulas and vinegaroons on your chest. <laughs> I don't think I have any exciting ant stories. Yeah. I remember those uh, harvester ants when I was a kid. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, well, Kelly, get out there and start poking some holes. <laughs> yeah. You got to go experience life. So go get stung by a harvester ant. Well, if nobody has any more personal stories, we'll move on to what are your morals worth? So for today, I have a selection of ants, each with its own price tag, and you can pick which one to be bit by and get paid. So first on our list is the red fire ant. Uh, it's a number one on the Schmidt Pain Index, and it is sharp, sudden, mildly irritating, like walking across a shag carpet and reaching for the light switch. Uh, it doesn't say get shocked, but I presume that you get yeah. shocked by the light switch. It's just the comforting <laughs> feeling of a shag carpet yeah. beneath your so toes. Like when I, so like when I wear my Crocs and I'm not discharging into the ground. Yeah. yeah. So that one will score you 10 bucks. Next is the set, uh, the suitoring army ant, a 1.5. A cut on your elbow stitched with a rusty needle. 100 bucks for that guy. I feel like that ex ex escalated quickly. <laughs> Dude, like you got shocked by the light switch and now you're dying. <laughs> rusty needles. Glorious Velvet Ant is our number two. Glorious. <laughs> Instantaneous, like the surprise of being stabbed. Is this what shrapnel feels like? <laughs> Should I be asking questions on my very official <laughs> why, did, why did this man do this thing? <laughs> I think it was more of like an art installation than a, a scientific study. <laughs> so 500 bucks for the Glorious Velvet Ant at our number two spot. The Tropic Jaw Ant, 2.5. Instantaneous and excruciating. A rat trap snaps on your index fingernail. A thousand bucks for that one. The Maricopa Harvester Ant, which is a number three. After eight unrelenting hours of drilling into an ingrown toenail, you find that the drill is wedged into the toe. <laughs> Wait, is this the Harvester Ant that we have here? Uh, could be, yeah. So that one's you five. said that's a three? That's a three, yep, and I'll get you five thousand bucks. Apparently, there are no 3.5s, so we move straight on to 4, which is the bullet ant, which again is called or described as pure, intense, brilliant pain, like walking over flaming charcoal with a 3-inch nail embedded in your heel. 50,000 bucks for the uh, wow. The bullet ant. Going, okay, I don't. Wait, is it still pain. going? Nope, that's it. The top okay. is 4 is as high as it goes. I'm going to take the one that's like a cut with a rusty, na uh, rusty needle. 100 bucks? That's just, I, I don't, yeah, the rest of those were like, hey, you want to get stabbed? And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> how about not? I mean, I think I could get 5,000 easy bucks because I've done the harvester ant before. Yeah. And it sucks, but like, it's not like debilitating or anything. You just don't want to walk around. So what you're saying is Sean already owes you money. You've done <laughs> yeah. this ahead of time. <laughs> if I get $5,000 for each ant I'm stung by? <laughs> we'll go find some. I mean, there's probably some right out there. <laughs> go roll around. Have a hallucination. <laughs> I gotta go with the glorious velvet ant just because it's got a great name. Yeah. Like if if I have to report that I was bitten by an ant, I want to sound dramatic about it. That is a good sounding one. Velvet I think ant. that's one of those super fluffy ones too. Well, and I can keep it as a pet after. I don't know. Maybe you already looked into this. If I remember right, velvet ants aren't ants. Oh really? 
They're uh, they're wingless wasps. I'm uh, keeping it anyway. <laughs> but they look like they look like wingless bumblebees. I didn't really look into. Oh, they're uh, cute. <laughs> we have those here, actually. Into what each of these were, I just looked up the Schmidt pain index. That's fine. I think I gotta go for the bullet ant. Like like I, Adam said, I've been bit by a harvester ant, and it sucks, but you know it's fine after a while. Yeah. And bullet ants, you know, like I just want to know. Like, I, I can't help but be curious about something that hurts that bad. Like, I'm very it, tempted because I've done we the We call one those intrusive it. thoughts. Well, yes. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's like being able to experience being shot without any danger. Yeah. Because like, you won't, unless you have an allergic reaction, you're not going to die from bullet ants. Yeah, that's not what Indiana work. Jones in the Temple of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> but that, we could test for that beforehand, right? For, like, an anaphylactic yeah. reaction. So there wouldn't really yeah. be any danger. Yeah, and I've been bit by other ants, so I'm pretty sure I, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, in my tough, world, though. pain is not its own reward. I've never thought to myself, <laughs> I wish I could hurt without danger, no, just the for the fun of it. dollars is the reward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can go ahead and keep that money. I just was curious. <sighs> can I have some extra money for crying for a while? <laughs> <laughs> Collect my tears and analyze them? I don't know. <laughs> is this science? <laughs> Do you have a control group? <laughs> Can I have that now? All right. Well, I think that's all we've got for this week. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye.